Why Do We Sound So Good? Because we're at Dead Aunt Thelma's studio and Mike Moore is engineering for us. Thanks, Dead Aunt Thelma's. Thanks, Mike. Hi, everybody. I'm Susanna Mars. Welcome to Adventures in Artslandia. I'm sitting across today from Elena Lewis. She is a wonderful artist and the founder of Viva La Free. We're going to talk about art activism, which I think is pretty fascinating. It's just really on everybody's lips right now, what that means and and how art can promote something positive in our community. We talked when we were together last, we talked about something that happened with the Pioneer School and some of the curriculum development and how you aided the district in shifting the curriculum to address issues for people of color, which hadn't been in the curriculum previously. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Hello. And well, first of all, it's the Multnomah Education Services Division Mm -hmm. who do the wonderful outdoor school program for sixth graders across the state of Oregon. And they also do an Oregon Trail overnight field trip that they call 25 Hours of Fun. And that's for fourth graders beyond Portland Public Schools, really, again, across Oregon. And I have two kids in Portland Public Schools. I went to Portland Public Schools. I was a, I went to outdoor school and I went and was camp counselor as a high school student as well. And it was awesome. I loved it. I don't believe that the program, the Oregon Trail Overnight, was happening <laughs> way back then. Mm-hmm. But it's happening now. I have two kids. It was happening when my kids were little. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember uh, being a chaperone. Right. Spending and the night. Yeah. <laughs> and great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, that was one thing that I wasn't able to chaperone at. And I did a lot of volunteering, um, especially like the fun stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> what I deemed as fun. Anyway, there was just a lot of rumbling a- about the program. And I, you know, of course, was super busy. And so I was really on the periphery of that and just kind of hearing little things here and there. But I really am somebody who really needs to experience something firsthand before I'm willing to cast uh, any judgment or jump in and decide to... (laughs) (laughs) to do something about it. And when my daughter went, she was, uh, of course, in fourth grade. And her concern was, they're making me, they said I have to wear a skirt and some kind of hat. And I'm not going to do that. I told them it was sexist. And so I said, well, okay, what did they say? And she said, they said, okay. So I was like, okay. So it's like, great. You dealt with it yourself. So I'm, you know, busy hiding snacks in her, uh, (laughs) you know, in her bag and stuffing, you know, extra socks here and there. Mm. And so I hadn't really thought anything about it. And when I got out of the car, dropped her off at school to go on her overnight, and I'm, you know, lugging things into the, you know, into the area. And all of a sudden, I wasn't really paying much attention. I get ready to say goodbye to her. And I kind of look around and I see kids running around in settler gear and or what they would deem to be I guess settler pioneer clothing Mm -hmm. and there were kids of color native American african-american uh Chinese Japanese like really the you know what what we see that's represented in our schools and it was like a gut punch to me and I was so surprised by what I saw, and I actually, I had a 
visceral physical reaction. I wanted to scream. Um, But of course, I was like, that's not appropriate. (laughs) I'm going to scare children and parents. So I, uh, it was just this real surreal moment. And I was really struck, like, what do I do? And I know that um, I've often felt that way Mm -hmm. when I find myself in some situation, whether it's something's happened, somebody said something, there's it, it's and you feel like, what do I do? What can I do? Was and, it that the clothing reflected an experience that's not authentic? Yes, mm-hmm. right. Well, of course, in that time in in Oregon, not everyone was having that pioneer settler experience. Mm-hmm. And one thing that's really important to remember about the Oregon Trail is that for the Oregon Trail to happen, the Oregon Trail of Tears had to happen. Mm-hmm. And this is something that's completely missing. I went on, uh, got in, got in the car, and you know, didn't make a scene. Um, but I was thinking about it, and I reached out to some parents who had mentioned it before. And uh, actually, it was a whole year later before anything happened, or before I chose to do anything, before mm-hmm. I took action. Um, Actually, that's not true. I did take action. I went to the school. I reached out to um, some Native elders and storytellers in the community and asked them about if they would be, if I could connect them to Irvington admin and teachers. And I went to the teachers and asked them like, hey, we have this opportunity. Um, We have these great resources right here in our community. Can we, you know, do something on our end? And so they, you know, they were like, oh, great. Yeah, connect them. And then um, apparently they weren't able to compensate or, you know, weren't willing or able or both. Or somehow there was a, a, a miscommunication or something happened. And when I checked back with um, the elders, you know, it, it just wasn't a good situation. So I... I <laughs> Um, I'm trying to be delicate about this, but, uh, you know, later on afterwards, when I came back and said, hey, you guys weren't willing to compensate them, which is something that happens often. Mm -hmm. You know, people of color are asked to do things for free, whereas their white counterparts are paid very well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's really beyond adding insult to injury. And even though that might not be their intention, they're busy, they have all this stuff going on. It's uh, it's something that's habituated in Portland and beyond. Um, in Portland, sometimes we see that, well, people of color experience it maybe at a higher rate. I don't know. I've lived other places as well. Uh, it's rampant. It's, it's not okay. And so um, to fast forward, as a result of talking to parents, talking to admin, nothing happening, I finally went, wow, we, nobody's talked to the kids. Like, why would we? And then I, I was like one of those, like, slap myself in the head moments. Like, what are we doing? Like, what am I doing? Mm. I've got my own daughter. I have never asked her about this. So I decided, okay, I'm going to ask kids about their experience. I used court, uh, youth family law, court the way that they interview kids Mm -hmm. to create a list of questions that were not leading. And I put out a call on our Google group, Irvington community wide. Like I'm interviewing kids about their experience, anyone who wants. And anyway, ended up 
four kids, including my daughter being one of them, Mm -hmm. were willing to do this. And I hadn't talked to any of the kids before that, not even my daughter, Mm -hmm. once I realized, oh, I haven't talked to her. Like, And I wanted to be very, you know, not leading. And I borrowed a camera from a friend of mine that's a photo major and actually climbed the friendship tree Mm -hmm. um, on Irvington School grounds and asked Two of two of the kids, um, actually, it was four, fourth grade. They were fifth grade students then, all girls. That just happened to be, and so two of the girls were in the friendship tree. I asked them the questions, and then I went and interviewed the other two at different times, and so I got incredible, amazing responses that. I wasn't prepared for. I was completely blown away by. Mm. I. Um, what were examples of some of the questions? Oh my gosh! Or some of the well, responses. Some of, some of the responses. I mean, of course, kids—they have such a strong sense of justice. Mm. You know, um, they're very clear about. Okay, that's wrong. We're not doing that. Or you know what? That doesn't seem right. Something's not right here. Mm. And so, really, the short film is eight minutes. So I would encourage everyone to go look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and where can it's you called go? Oregon Fail. Uh, you can go to the website, which is Viva La Free PDX, PDX. dot dot com forward slash arts. Great. <laughs> yes. Um, also on YouTube, you could look at uh, the link is there on the page, but also um, YouTube, you can just look at Oregon Fail, F-A-I-L, Final Cut. and. Anyway, the kids, you know, they just really, they said, you know, we want to know the truth. And like, I I wasn't represented, Mm -hmm. like it didn't, something was missing. Mm -hmm. And the way that they really made the connection about education and becoming bias, becoming racism, affecting outcomes, it was amazing. And the thing is, you, I work with kids, I work with adults, and I I assume, it's pretty safe to assume, in my experience, that kids are smarter than me. That's mm-hmm. been my experience. Mm-hmm. And also, they're, they're more willing to just tell it like it is mm-hmm. and just cut to the bone. And, you know, we released it. Uh, I, I, I somehow learned editing, the editing software in, I don't know, a couple hours. I did my best. It's not, you know, you guys, please forgive me. Um, it's it's pretty good for a first <laughs> It's not <laughs> even about that, around. you know? No. It's really about the information that you were able to gather. Right, right. So there are some, you know, not so smooth transitions, I guess. But the fact was the PTA was about to vote on the budget for the next year. Mm-hmm. And we really wanted to ask them, uh, to be able to have something. So I rushed and, you know, edited it together and put it out on the Google group first. It, was, it wasn't public yet. And just as a result of that, we got almost a thousand hits in like the first five days mm. and just from people sharing, sharing the link. Mm. So I was like, whoa, what's going on? And mm-hmm. then pandemonium and people were having these really, you know, um, pretty extreme responses. And as a result of that, uh, well, here's where the art activism came in. So immediately we asked two weeks prior to be put on the agenda for the PTA meeting where Mm -hmm. the vote was going to happen. And of course, 
we got a response. Yeah, okay, of course. And we decided to do a pop-up art action at the PTA vote. Mm. And so what that looks like and what that means is that we basically took a bunch of art stuff to the school, to the sidewalk. Materials? Yes. Paint and so forth? Right. Mm -hmm. And so we set up a interactive art studio. Um, we mm. had local artists. Mm -hmm. We had Kanani Miyamoto, who's a print print artist. She did a screen print. All of, all of us created, you know, did all these sketches and came up with this great logo, Youth for Truth. And she burnt burn it into the silk screen. And so right on site, she had, the kids were silk screening. They were oh. doing t-shirts, posters, bags. So they were pulling the silk screen, choosing the colors, doing, you know, doing all that. And she was there assisting them. We had a big mural stretched. And so people were painting. We had sidewalk chalk. We had the incredible storyteller singer, drummer, Fish Martinez, mm. and he was singing and drumming. We also had Jessica Davis's artwork. She wasn't able to be there, but she's um, a white woman who did a series on whiteness, um, beautiful oil paintings. We were able to uh, color print some about six of the series and put her artist statement on the back. And one of, um, so really everyone who came through, came was going into the PTA meeting, had to pass through our art celebration, mm. which can look a lot different than a protest. And people, I'm all for protesting in whatever way you want to. And I've participated as well in just about every kind of protest resistance. For me, where I live and how I move through the world is as an artist, so it makes perfect sense for me to, to bring that and to provide the opportunity for people to really get in touch or just hand them a paintbrush, really. It's not so conceptual when you're on the street mm -hmm. and you have paint flying around, you know, you're just like, here, you just give people a piece of chalk, a paintbrush, tell them like, hey, come on. And, you know, I don't even have to say, hey, come on, because people just want to come and see what's going on. This mm -hmm. looks like fun. And you provide a connection, a connecting right. point. Yes. You know, and even if the issue people diverge, then you create yeah. time together, which I think softens the edges between people talking about controversial issues. Absolutely. That's, yeah. and so much of it I've discovered really boots on the ground. Mm -hmm. What that magic is, <laughs> that sounds very cheesy, but really when you're connecting in a creative way, like we're all a little, a little unsure, you know, people are often quick to say, I can't paint. I can't draw. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I say it's, this isn't a, isn't about painting or drawing. We're just being creative. We're mm -hmm. just having fun, you know? So people really were, we're kind of all on an equal playing field when we've, when we're trying to do something artistic mm -hmm. because we're all like a little uneasy. It's kind of takes us back to being a kid when we were all artists and we never, question what we were doing you know time kind of gets suspended we're in that just creative the creative juices are flowing you know it wasn't until someone said ridiculed us or said 
paint in the lines or gave well, that's us— good. Or, that's right, not even, as good, uh-huh, you know. Right, making those judgments. Mm-hmm. But there was a time when we were all artists and we never considered, oh, I'm doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I think somewhere people really want to get back to that and mm-hmm. somehow somehow they're able to even a little bit. And that's where we can all connect in that moment. Mm-hmm. And it really engages people in a way that, we're not used to being engaged. And then Mm -hmm. what often happens is as a result of all that we're doing, then we say people or people will invariably say, oh, well, what is this? Why are you doing this? What's this about? You know, after they've already been painting or doing something. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, we are here to support this or we're bringing attention to this or Mm -hmm. just talk about it very matter-of-factly. There's you know, we wanted to support, in that case, the student activists Mm -hmm. who had so bravely spoken up Mm -hmm. and advocated for their education. And then you had a really fantastic result. Absolutely. And so after a little scuffling, because at first they came out and said, "Um, we don't have room on the agenda for you. And so (laughs) one thing I I do kind of think quick on my feet. So I just you know, I said, oh, gosh, you know, that that might not go so well. People, a lot of people really support this. They're going to be very concerned. And so then they found us some time, and we went in, and they did vote uh, in the favor of equity and inclusion and accurate education for for all students. So we asked that, that the money be withheld. Mm-hmm for that program, which was earmarked. There was a line item every year for Mm -hmm. the Oregon Trail MESD's overnight program. And so that they would withhold it, encouraging MESD to revise their curriculum. Mm -hmm. We also asked that the PTA be really revise their policy and make sure that anything they're funding is equitable, inclusive, and is providing accurate information. Mm-hmm. And and so we ended up meeting with MESD over that summer, coming up with some ways to to revise the curriculum, to um, bring on more representative recruit, uh, more representative high school counselors from area high schools that represent the students that they're serving, the Oregon, Beyond the Oregon Trail curriculum, which was a mandatory project by PPS, which had been shelved in, I believe, 1999, was brought off of the shelf and has been integrated somewhat into the Oregon Trail program. And so, you know, it's incredible. We were able to create policy curriculum, even dare I say culture change in 13 days. And then it went on from there. And it's still it's still happening. We are I would venture that everybody you touched is talking about it. It's opened the door uh, for, for yes. so every single person who came into contact with you and the students. Absolutely. And the students have are very surprised that their voices, even though they did they did meet with some really discouraging pushback, but the long the long game is that they affected change. Mm. Like their voices mattered. Mm-hmm. Their 
them standing up made a difference and they're still seeing that. And mm-hmm. all of them have gone on to do, you know, more activism and be more active politically. And, you know, when I, when I work with kids too, I tell them, you, you know, kids have, are, are a group that is oppressed that often that's something that we don't talk about is ageism and how, what little relative power children have and that they're not included in the process of their own education mm. in our in our formal education system mm-hmm. and so and often in other things so i really encourage them to use their relative power and we talk about what is what is your relative power and so you know we're we're still working on even a larger film that the organ fell will be couched in mm-hmm. um, we we were at race talks where we screened the film. We had the panel. Uh, I was invited back to the Oregon Trail overnight, which I shot a lot of footage. Mm-hmm. And they did make some changes. There's still a lot to do, and they're willing to do it. I just went in front of their board of directors. Mm-hmm. We're creating a project that will include students filming around Oregon. Now we're just <laughs> looking for funding for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Open Signal is one of our partners, Pacific Northwest College of Art, mm-hmm. as well, the younger students, college students, and the community of artists. And we're going to travel around Oregon and go to the communities and ask them what their experience is, mm. what their history is. Gather these stories to bring back. Yes. Mm. Now, if mm-hmm. people want to get involved with this, can they go to the website vivalafreepdx.wixsite.com forward slash arts yes. <laughs> and find you and find a way to participate or make a donation? And Viva La Free is doing a lot of other things as well. Yes. This was just one example of the type of work you're doing. Yes, it's it's crazy. When people ask me what I do, I'm, I, I hesitate because it seems insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's pretty crazy. So we also do a full-scale theatrical production every year. We're going into our third year now, Black History Remix. And this uses Afrofuturism to reframe history mm-hmm. so that we're looking at what we do now as historic, as which gives it more of a weight. And so this uses uh, all forms of art. Of course, theater, music, um, 2D, 3D, we use immersive um, tech. We're, so we're really running, that really kind of encapsulates every art form. Mm-hmm. We also, of course, do our art activism and lots of other stuff. Look at the website. There's yeah. too much to mention. <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun talking to you both times I've talked to you now, just Thank because you. the way you are doing your life and your work, mm. which I feels like one cloth, yes, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, you just see what's in front of you and you respond to it in a way, and you're an artist, and so you respond to it in that way. And it's just exciting yes. Thank to, you. to see and to know that you're out there listening and then um, putting an artist's mind to action. Yes, I'm grateful to be able to live a spontaneous life and a creative life. And I welcome everyone to uh, take a little bit of that Mm. 
in and you don't have to be an artist to do something. Um, oh, and that's our, we're creating a show called Do Something. Hmm. We'll be filming it tomorrow night. It's mm-hmm. a pilot, um, Open Signal. And so look for that too. We'll mm-hmm. have, we'll be posting that on the website and so about art activism in Portland. Oh, great. Well, mm-hmm. check out Open Signal as well. <laughs> they do some wonderful work sure. and you can get a lot of neat training there. Right. If you Amazing. are interested in film and audio, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful organization. Yes, they are. Yeah. Love them. Well, thanks again for coming. Thank you. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Adventures in Artslandia. Download the Artslandia app on iTunes, where you're going to find a comprehensive arts calendar that's the best in the West. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Artslandia.